0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Film Optics brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network where we discuss film, TV, and everything pop culture related. I'm your host Christian and I'm joined by one of my co-hosts and my good friend Devin. Dude, how has your week been? Because mine has been like
1: excruciatingly long. Mine was okay. Mm. It's, it's Saturday though. It's all that matters. Yeah. We made it.
0: <laughs> we did it Devin. we're we're here it's saturday talking movies video games tv all
1: that good stuff uh i started watching Modoc last night oh did you really that's pretty funny
0: Real okay like i'm i'm i do want to watch it i'm just not a fan of like the uh the robot chicken like animation but i mean apparently i think you had sent me a a uh article once and it was like oh yeah it's (laughs) it's like the best marvel show since like daredevil i was like wow okay that is some high high praise so i don't know but yeah man i got a haircut a few days ago been nice looking fresh uh wasn't able to uh join the uh geekly goods crew this past weekend something that came up but uh on this past week but yeah, have, uh, have you, have you did you get Cruella or not? I wasn't sure. I thought I, no. okay. Because yeah, I, I forgot I asked for it. I was like, oh, so it's been sitting in my inbox. I got to watch that. But uh, what, you been playing anything fun or just, you know, just watching MODOK?
1: Um, Yeah, a new game came out called Knockout City. It's yeah. Like dodgeball game. It's pretty fun.
0: I, I think that's on Game Pass. I was going to try it out on there. I got like three months for free, so I was going to. Try it out there. Um, it does look like a lot of fun because I remember Ethan and a few of our other friends were playing it a few uh, a few weeks ago. I think it was in beta then. So, but yeah, man, we, we got you got E three around the corner. Uh, it's back, that's, baby. That's the good old days. The good old days, man. I remember when they used to broadcast <coughs> um, E three on X play like way way back, and I was like, man, I miss that. So hopefully, I'm, I'm sure G4. G4 has been reborn. For those of you who don't know, uh, G4 TV has been reborn as you know another gaming social, uh, gaming outlet. So might have to uh, tune into theirs this, uh, this time. Kind of get the old uh, feelings back there. But yeah, man, I've been uh bought an Xbox Series X, so that's a lot of fun. Been playing some on uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and been trying out a few games here and there. I mean, the first game I downloaded 100 what's fable anniversary <laughs> of course <laughs> Downloaded fable 1 2 and 3 we're all there you know got and it really is like i don't know it's it's good stuff like i mean i know like you know some people are like oh why do you need a console if you have a pc it's like yeah i have a pc you know i can hop on and play with my friends whenever i want but you know it's i don't know what it is but like i i'm liking it a little bit more than my playstation like my ps5 is definitely just going to be an exclusive machine because, like, anything else that I buy, like, I, I want to try Outriders as well. Um, but, like, anything else that I buy, like Claire Party, of course, obviously, Xbox exclusives, which we'll, we'll get into a little bit later on. That'll definitely be on my uh, my Xbox Series X and or PC. We'll, we'll see. So. Yeah, man. So, uh, let's, let's, uh, before we dive in, you know, we, we have a lot to talk about today, a lot of Warner Brothers news before we get in to our army of the dead review. Again, this is the film optics podcast. And before you, uh, we begin today's show, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at film optics. That is optics with an X for all of our latest announcements so let's just dive straight in you know we got a f- few quick fire news topics here and then you know we'll get into our army of the dead review um you know we've been waiting for that one for a while uh devin was lucky enough to uh, uh fortunate enough to see it last week uh, i could have wanted to see it but it was just too far out of the way <laughs> way way too far out of the way for me so i um i did get a screener like two days before it released so thank you, Netflix. Um, but let's uh, let's just j- uh, jump right into our main topics. Uh, the first one's kind of quick. Uh, we have a, um, so there's a new movie coming out to Netflix called uh, Gunpowder Milkshake, uh, dropping on Netflix July 14th and stars Karen Gillan, uh, Lena Headey, uh, Angela Bassett, and uh, Carla Guingo. Gian- uh, Yui- Yui- I'm sorry, but that's literally the way it looks like. And I do apologize for butchering
1: our last name,
0: but um yeah, we had a nice little um a nice little uh, uh a poster leaked out for us. So uh, this uh,
1: this movie looks very aesthetically pleasing. It like the does. posters and even the name itself is just like pleases the eyes.
0: Yeah. I think this is the uh the project that Karen Gilliam was <laughs> uh hinting at a few months back so uh the synopsis a little quick synopsis uh three generation of women fight back against those who could take everything from them um and the-, the mother of all action movies Ooh, nice little action film it's been a while um well i guess we had those who wish me dead last last week which i have yet to watch um but you know I always got to watch an Angelina Jolie movie you know I, I she's like, back she, She's back is she? Did you watch it? Yeah, you watched yeah. it. Okay, okay.
1: I'll I'll definitely have to check been, it out. It's been a while. I don't know where she <laughs> went. I guess she had kids and now now they're yeah. probably old enough.
0: Oh yeah, you know you definitely have to take a break after a while so it's like I I can only imagine. But um so moving on here uh we had th- there's a lot of Warner brother like HBO news um in our feed today so we do apologize it just seems that we're going to be you know talking about that for a bit and we have a few other news topics here but uh looks like warner media and discovery merger has happened or is happening uh at&t announces a 43 billion dollar deal to merge warner media with discovery um not the first Um, company I would have thought that Warner Media would absorb uh, or AT&T would absorb yet again but I don't know Devin what what are your thoughts about this because I'm still processing this and I don't know what this means but I wanted to get your thoughts on what you think it means
1: it feels pretty desperate from both sides I mean Discovery Plus like who's even thinking about that service like let alone buying it Like, I feel like who's actually, like, I know it comes free with, with some stuff, but who's actually purchasing discovery plus. Well, apparently my
0: mom, um, (laughs) wants discovery plus like really, really bad. And she keeps asking me about it. And I'm like, I keep just like pushing it off. I'm like, you, you don't need discovery plus there's nothing on there besides that. What's that one show? That's like really, really good. Um, Oh my gosh! not me before you that's a movie it has um oh, um my god it, it's it's a it's a show that's been running on there for a while um it's all about i i'm literally flanking on it right now, and i do apologize um but it's yeah i i I don't really know what to feel about this and i i do agree it does feel more of a desperate move i mean, I know that like h b o max doesn't have the same caliber um, exclusives that like you would find on Disney plus and Netflix is hit or miss sometimes, but um, Netflix is still in the game there or even Hulu or now with even Amazon with invincible and Lord of the rings that are coming up. Um, it's, it just seems very, uh, I don't know. I just don't know what to think of it. Um, I did a little bit more digging. It does look like uh, the WB games uh, will split ownership Uh, And the sale does include uh, DC Comics. Uh, Discovery now owns DC Comics with Warner Brothers. And Rooster Teeth, if you're not sure, they are a um, part of the Warner Media, like AT&T family. Um, They they do a lot of, like, pop culture, like, video game stuff. Um, I believe uh, Alina Pierce was uh, a part of their team for a while. And also, like, the Inside Gaming crew as well. I'm not sure you know what that is. That used to be, like, I think they were, like, Machinima, like, ages ago but they are also a part of that um, deal. So they, they have their own like online presence. Um So it it's very strange because it also looks like Warner media is playing a Warner media and discovery plan to spend more on content than Netflix did last year. And that's uh, pretty interesting. So it looks yeah. like
1: <clears throat> we saw that um, HBO is, Towards the bottom of the list of all the, the streaming service wars um, last yeah, week, yeah, R.I.P. It feels like they're just kind of <laughs> panicking a little bit and making moves just to kind of
0: make moves, stay,
1: stay in the news cycle. Yeah, and like I mean,
0: I've they had been saying, I mean, you know, we'll get to that in a bit because it's they dropped a lot of other stuff, but like none of it really has to do with like discovery. So I guess last year Netflix spent around seventeen billion. <laughs> On content and warner media it's you know they want to spend around 20 million it looks like so i i just don't know what this really means for the company because i do agree that it does feel like they're panicking because i i, I honestly feel like it's because of what happened with possibly the snyder cut even though like yeah i would love to see you know, that continue, but I'm not exactly clamoring for it because they do like, and we saw earlier this year that they do have a lot of things in the works, you know, obviously the suicide squad, we have static shock. Um, There there was a few others on there that aren't really coming to mind as of right now, but it looks, it looks like they have things going on and, you know, we'll get that, get into that here, but yeah, like anything else you wanted to touch on with that? I didn't want to go too deep into, I know it's like one of the bigger news topics, but it's like you know from everything that we really care about you know what kinds of video games and dc comics so now we know that discovery now co-owns uh dc comics with warner brothers and we'll split the warner brother games ownership but i don't know like anything else you kind of wanted to i just don't know what this is gonna yeah. be like it's well, gonna be strange it's weird like just discovery plus like really like you They have so much property themselves. Like I don't, I don't think this acquisition even needed to be made. It's it is very very odd because I'm not saying that it couldn't have, like it can't work. But um, you know, there's a bunch of stock numbers and stuff which we're of course not going to get into. But apparently, uh, one of the execs were blindsided about this decision. Did you see that? Yeah, I was like, man, I just. I, I love Warner Brothers. I love their, you know, their properties. I just wish they would kind of uh, <laughs> get more and with, you know, in tune. Like they have so much already. Like it's, I mean, from Looney Tunes to you know DC Comics. You have Harry Potter and all and everything else. I'm actually surprised Lord of the Rings, um, that show is not coming on HBO Max. Is I mean, well, I don't know if. Warner brothers owns the property anymore because but then again, they, they are on HBO max as of right now. I don't, and, and the extended editions are as well. So I'm not entirely sure what, where the whole legal, uh, legal battle is for that. But anyway, let's move on here. Moving on for more wonder brothers news. It looks like bad boys for life uh, filmmakers to uh, are set to direct a background movie for HBO max. Um, i don't know if this is going to be animated i highly doubt it but since it is the bad boys for life film bro directors um but yeah i mean you know it was it 2020 when bad boys for life came out uh they closed the deal to uh you know i guess so this is going to be barbara gordon um uh, batgirl uh who is the daughter of
1: police commissioner james gordon of course but didn't they also get um, Ms. marvel the, that directing,
0: I think. Duo. I think so. Or, or now it's called the. Oh no, Miss Marvel. Yes, yeah, sorry. The uh, the TV show. I believe. I believe so. Um, yeah,
1: Bad Boys for Life definitely impressed some people. Because it did. People weren't expecting anything, and it kind of <laughs> was pretty good.
0: And now they're making another one.
1: I was like, "What
0: is going on, Devin? I don't understand."
1: Well, it was good, so might as well.
0: But like. Yes, it was good. But I just don't want them to be reactionary with this because that's how, like when Spider-Verse came out and everyone loved like the animation, Sony tried to like patent that comic book style of animation. And um, I, I don't know who, you know, the powers that be said no because that's such a open source, like uh, general, um, general source that everybody uses or um, common knowledge or, or general property. Of that sort, so I just—I mean, I'm I'm excited because I do, I do love Batgirl. Um, there is another Batgirl as well, but this one's going to be centered around Barbara Gordon. Um, but I just, I just don't want it to be reactionary with it. But you know, we'll we'll definitely see. I mean, Miss Marvel comes out this year anyway, so I guess we'll you know see how they do with that. But uh, this next topic, me and Devin actually had like we're like split down the middle, we talked about this earlier this week. Uh, some more HBO Max news. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, HBO Max will be um, adding a new tier to their HBO Max uh, streaming service. So, it's going to be uh, a ad supported tier. Will uh, include, you know, uh, within their streaming service.
1: And, and we both think that's stupid. <laughs>
0: I think differently, only for a specific reason. But
1: but HBO <laughs> just should not have ads. Like that, they never have. They shouldn't have why, ads. Why that I do agree. Have. I
0: don't know why they're making an the ad support tier, but I do understand. It's like if you're going to make an ad support tier and a non ad support tier, there has to be a difference in qual not quality, but I guess content. Which why we though? haven't. No,
1: no one else has.
0: I honestly don't know, Devin. I I from what I. From what I understand, so for the HBO Max ad support, it is ten bucks a month, nine ninety nine. It will not include any of the Warner Brother twenty twenty one same day movie premiere slates, and I think that is that end with ads. It is weird, but I guess for for the listeners out there, Devin's said this before. For me, it's more of okay, you know, they they decided to put their entire twenty twenty one um, the theatrical slate on HBO max for this year only due to the pandemic. My reasoning is, okay, besides ads, which, which is weird. I will, I will admit, I don't know why they're doing that because HBO has never had ads ever. Um, and it, I mean, it's, it's all about the money at at the end of the day. But my reasoning is, you know, Oh, you know, if you pay an extra five bucks since that, Theatrical slate wasn't originally intended to even be on HBO Max. It's more of like an added bonus, which is getting kind of into like the that's
1: that's video game realm interesting interesting <laughs> precedence.
0: It it is it is, and you know like I and no I other
1: streaming service does that like Hulu Paramount they have plus versions that I are ad free, yeah. but it's all the same content.
0: That's true. So would you be more upset? Oh, not not upset, but would it make more sense for them to? remove the ad support tier still have the 9.99 and the 15 dollars a month and so like if, if if they removed the whole you know ad supported tier then 10 dollars a month it just didn't come with those theatrical releases would well, that make sense to you
1: well either way i'm i still think it's not very smart just because that's the main selling point of hbo right now so what reason would anybody have to get that tier
0: I will, okay, so because I uh, when HBO Max first came out, I will say a lot of people did complain about the fourteen ninety nine pricing that it was too much. Even though Netflix, if you're paying for like the 4K streaming package where you can stream like four uh, screens at once, you're paying like $20, $21 already for that. But I think that's where it comes into. But I mean, I will say it is a bit odd, but I can understand why they're doing it. But it is weird that they're even supporting ads to begin with because it's like
1: like 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 we mentioned before it just seems like they're panicking they're just yeah throwing all this stuff out and seeing if it works
0: yeah and that that is the weird part because i mean it's i mean it's hbl like you don't have to do anything just (laughs) just give us good content they're they're like they're the (laughs)
1: definition of reactive
0: they are they are much like um man i mean we've seen this in the gaming industry for a very very long time I mean, with microtransactions, you know, then the, the whole battle royale, you know, f- um, phase and whatnot. It, it has just been it's been crazy, but yeah, I I just I don't know. I mean, I thought about, it, I was like, okay, it 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 is weird, but I get it at the same time. It's like it's like why are why is Sony um releasing a or supposedly releasing a PlayStation Five um remake of The Last of Us when we when we already have had a few updates for the PS4 version that's also shown on the PlayStation five, the game still r- runs very well. You know, it's already at 60 FPS. I mean, the only other thing I can think of is them trying to like make it consistent. Like, Oh, like let's update like the game mechanics and whatnot like that. But it's, it's like, I get why they're doing it, but at the same time I don't. And I feel like it's the same thing with Warner brothers. It's like, I get, I see what you're doing, you know, trying to give people that premium experience with different tiers um, I know I've seen some people say, oh, you know, Disney locks content behind a $30 paywall, which is true. Um, it's a little bit different, but I do see where people are coming from with that. Because if you do want that, you know, um, let's say Black Widow, you know, if 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 you're know if you not in the film industry, if you're not a film critic, you don't receive a screener or what have you, you know, it's your, uh, your two other choices is to A, see it in theaters, which is probably what we'll do anyway. Or be pay thirty dollars to watch it at home, which some people might. But I don't know, man. It, this whole HBO Max thing is very, very strange. Um, I and mean, I do agree, the whole thing it just feels very reactionary. I think they, them, and Universal are definitely like the number two spots for
1: like reactionary uh, movie studios.
0: But let's move on here. Uh, we have some more. <laughs> Warner Brothers. This is, is. This is
1: a, a DC <laughs> Warner Brothers podcast.
0: Yeah, DC. Yeah, I mean, I mean that that is how you know we 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 keep the lights on. You know, the fridge full full of a uh, cold hard cash in there. So it's uh it's great stuff, and I absolutely love it. You know, they they pay us well. You know, we we haven't worked our actual job in weeks. We just sit home and yeah. we, you know, watch movies all day. It's great. Got stuff. those
1: Snyder bucks. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man. I mean, like, they're sending us, like, you know, Blu-ray copies of Zack Snyder's, um uh, uh, Justice League and whatnot. And I actually do want to get that, but I don't think it's available in the U S yet. So I know the UK is, but I'm not a fan of the box art. It's just like everyone's like single hand, like. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Someone like cropped Batman's, like he cropped, they cropped out his battering with like $100 bills. <laughs> I have money. (laughs) You can do anything with money, but yeah, let's move on here. We have a new animated uh, series. My adventures with Superman is in the works at HPL max. And we have um, Jack Quaid who will be um, voicing Superman. Yeah. Let's get him
1: some more roles.
0: Yeah. Our boy. Oh, I'm so I'm there. And I it's, it's, he's one of those people where you didn't realize that like he was, that Dennis Quaid was like, his father. And it's like, Oh my God, really? Like I, well, I
1: mean, know. I saw the last name and I was like, okay, so Dennis Quaid's his father. I get, I mean, I guess it was like, no one else has that last name.
0: That is true. <laughs> that is very true. But it looks like, uh, not one, but two seasons have been ordered, uh, from HBO max. Um, and it's going to be on a uh, cartoon network as well. So I believe we have, um, My Adventures of Superman follows the adventures of Superman and Lois Lane. The animated series features uh, twenty-somethings Clark Kent and the bright and driven Lois Lane, um, who is voiced by uh, Alice Lee from Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, um, the actress over there, and their best friend Jimmy Olsen as they begin to discover who they are and everything um, they can accomplish together and investigate uh, as investigative reporting. Uh, team at the daily planet so it sounds pretty interesting um I just I'm I'm all for it you know like like I said before I say a million times again I love animated TV shows uh films whatnot um, it seems like a very interesting premise uh this came out of the blue uh from this past
1: uh from this from this week so yeah it's pretty cool any thoughts yeah sounds interesting We might give it a shot
0: all right yeah! <laughs>
1: I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you saw that uh, that Dwayne The Rock Johnson news that came out as well. He's got another role in the DC uh, universe. Uh,
0: I, I forgot. I I His, I, his
1: lovable America's favorite voice. America's sweetheart. He's going to be the voice of Crypto the Superdog. Was oh, Crypto that's right. Krypton? Crypto.
0: I think it's Crypto. Crypto. Yeah. yeah.
1: Crypto the Superdog. Yeah. Krypton's the
0: planet. This is
1: going to be a... Um, a super pets tv show
0: yeah that that's what i saw i was like oh my God. i don't hate the rock i'm just so annoyed this man is everywhere that damn smile he hasn't even been, he hasn't even been in a movie this year he hasn't although technically Disney's jungle cruise that's well, not out yet that's true well has it is it done or is it just they haven't released it when is that supposed to come out by the way I have no idea. I kind of want to see it just because for Emily Blunt, not for The Rock.
1: <laughs> I just, uh, how can I mean, you not love that voice? I mean, Moana, come on.
0: I, I, okay. If I ever met The Rock, like, you know, I don't, I do not hate The Rock at all. It's just that this man is everywhere. <laughs> like, he, <he's>, he deserves
1: <laughs> it. He's earned it.
0: So, do you think him or Dave Bautista is the, is the better wrestler turn actor?
1: Well, The Rock, he's, he's done more. Well, Dave is getting more prestige roles. Like he had yeah. Blade Runner and he's yeah, he was really he's good. getting some more roles coming up. Like he's in Knives Out Two, which is pretty big. Army of the Dead. We'll be but talking
0: about that. Dwayne just
1: has more under his belt currently. But,
0: but does that necessarily mean that he's the better
1: one? Like I, I mean, mean, it's all been successful.
0: Is it quality versus quantity or is it qual- quantity over quality? We'll see. I mean, okay. It does. Okay. I, They're similar. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I got you. I got for sure. I mean, I would probably put The Rock over Dave Batista just because. I mean, I do like Dave Batista's tracks. I feel like he, he, they went a little bit overboard with his character in uh, volume two. Like he was just laughing at everything. I'm like, okay. Like, not, it's not that funny. Well, like, it's funny, yeah. but you don't have to watch, you know, laugh at everything. But anyway, um, yeah. So we have that. And then. Thank you for that. Uh, I swear every single time we record a podcast, Devin has some kind of rock news.
1: He's he's in the news. His show just wrapped up, Young Rock.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if okay, if, if The Rock ever ran for president, I would vote for him. Absolutely. Like 100%. I'm just tired of seeing this man smile everywhere I go. I don't know what it is, but it is what it is. Anyway, let's move on here. We have another animated series in the works for HBO max. We have Batman, the animated series from JJ Abrams and Matt Reeves uh, coming to HBO max. This no, stri- that's
1: exciting. That that's, is very exciting. It's a good duo there.
0: Yeah. I'm like very, very excited for this. The powerhouse directors al- uh, along with the DC animated universe, veteran Bruce Tim have received a straight to series order uh, for It's titled Batman Caped Crusader for uh, HBO Max and Cartoon Network. Um, this uh, The series is billed as a reimagining of the Batman mythology. Um, so I believe J.J. Abrams says here, we are beyond excited to be working together to bring this character back to tell engrossing new stories in Gotham City. Um, said JJ Abrams, the series will be thrilling, uh, cinematic and, um, yeah, ev- uh, ev- 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 evocative, um, of the, uh, Batman's noir roots while, uh, diving deeper into the, uh, psychology of these iconic characters. We cannot wait to share, uh, this new world. So very, very excited. We know, you know, uh, for Abrams and Reeves, you know, they've worked on, a facility in 10 Culverfield Lane, and it, it, it's, it's gonna be great. You know, we have uh, for Tim, uh, Bruce Tim, he's gonna be returning, um, into the animated world. Um, for those of you who don't know, he 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 pretty much helped build the DC animated universe, uh, with uh, Batman and uh, Batman the animated series, which is now streaming on HBO Max, and I believe it is out on Blu ray as well. Um, it, it was it, it's fan freaking fantastic um i i absolutely love that show and i've been meaning to get back to it but trying to cut down you know trying to get through other things first but um what, what are your thoughts about the seven have you seen the uh, original animated
1: series not all of it but some of it yeah i'm definitely looking forward to this though
0: oh for sure um i don't know i can't remember how many seasons the uh the first one is uh the original but yeah um i never watched it all the way through but i did watch it a good amount growing up, but no I haven't I know I haven't seen every single episode, but that's all right. Anyway, uh we're officially done <laughs> with the HBO news here. <laughs> and now it's time to get on to some
1: uh some Sonic news. Some Sonic it, feel, it feels like Sonic is a is, is Warner, but it's not. <laughs> so, what, is it Universal?
0: Uh universal, I believe. Or is it Paramount? I think it's universal. Yeah, it might I don't know. Uh, so Sonic 2, uh, Sonic 2 movie that will be dropping. Uh, the plot has leaked by, uh, yep, you guessed it, United States Copyright Office. Sure, oh, uh, uh, this is terrible, terrible, terrible stuff. Um, if you want to click on the link, you can. I've been told that it is the plot line from Sonic 3, the video game. So if you've played Sonic, um, Sonic the Hedgehog three, you already know. Um, I haven't clicked on the link yet, but you can if you want to. Attend. It's totally up to you. I just put that there.
1: Um, all, just, all I know is that Jim Carrey needs to be in this movie. Oh, he has because to. He, he better be the first one on his back.
0: Y- he really, yeah. Every every like line of dialogue and every single interaction he had with everyone in that world, especially especially Sonic, it was just it was amazing. Like. I will watch Sonic 2 for him alone. Uh, we have been confirmed that, of course, Tails will be in Sonic 2 and Knuckles as well. Still no word on Shadow, though. Shadow the Hedgehog, our, our, our guy, our, our super edgy teenage angst hedgehog.
1: Edgelord.
0: lord. <laughs> the equivalent of Anakin Skywalker from Revenge of the Sith. But yeah, um, <laughs> what are your thoughts about this? Will you click on this link later on? It doesn't have to be right now, because we're not going to talk about it on the
1: podcast, of course. No, I don't don't have any reason (laughs) to.
0: I can't believe this happened, though. Like, really? Like, the United States Copyright Office? The Office of the United States Copyright Association? Ah. Wild times. (laughs) I I mean, it it makes me wonder how leaks actually happen, because someone obviously deliberately did. Not even this, just things in the past that we've seen, especially with like video games or even, um, you know, when Zack Snyder's Justice League, I think it was like, what, the week before when people played Tom and Jerry, um, it would start up Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's like somebody clearly messed up.
1: Like that doesn't
0: just happen, but it is what it is. Let's uh, get into our last quick news topics here. A little bit of gaming news here for everyone. Uh, Microsoft and Bethesda. The two monolith companies uh, that are now one—a uh, duality in the force, if you will—will uh, will host a joined E3 conference uh, this
1: year. So, which should be a surprise to no one.
0: Ship? Yeah, exactly.
1: Microsoft spent all that money and people were like, oh, they'll just share all the games nicely <laughs> with everybody.
0: No, I'm sorry. Like, it, But it's it's smart because Xbox, Microsoft, it, it's like they're going around. It's like, oh, well, it's like where multi-plat, quote unquote, between PC, Xbox. And on the cloud, just not on competitor platforms. But of course, you know, there are other deals that are in motion, like for, for Girls Wire Tokyo and Deathloop, which has been getting pretty good uh, reactions so far from what I've seen. Um, Microsoft will honor those um, deals and those will be timed exclusives on PlayStation 5 first. But uh, we have Matt Booty, woo, <laughs> who, uh, who heads up Xbox Game Studios, reportedly told French publication uh, Le Fargo. Um, that, uh, the event will take place in a few weeks, of course. Um, it's going to be so E3 2021 is going to be running around the same time as Summer Games Fest, but I believe Summer Games Fest will be running the entire summer. E3 is only, I think it starts on like June 12th, I believe. Um, and we also had Jeff Grubb earlier this year. He, he kind of just came out and said that, yeah, Starfield is going to be, um, an Xbox um, exclusive on their platforms. But uh, so this this event, um, Microsoft announced that in March, you know, with the acquisition of ZeniMax Media, which includes cl- includes Bethesda for that $7.5 uh, billion deal, that, um, you know, th- so they're going to be doing that joined E3 conference. I believe it's going to be in the Microsoft studio across from E3. They're still going to be on E3, but it's like, it's their own studio. They can, you know, they don't have to pay all this money to set up, you know, just to like reserve a slot. So... I'm sure that they had to pay something to be a part of the actual event but not renting out the venue when they have their own so um it's 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 gonna be great like I'm very very excited for this so um I'm you know we're just waiting waiting for that that sweet xbox and pc news so let's move on to our last topic here before we get into our army of the dead review uh, this is just a little quick uh announcement uh the last of us part two there is a performance patch uh that's dropped for PlayStation 5, which is fan-freaking-tastic. Been waiting for this for a while. Um, It pretty much gives you um, a quote-unquote unlocked frame rate or targeted 60 FPS, I should say, because that's how they are marketing it with a few extra bells and whistles. And it looks like they are teasing a few more updates for the PlayStation 5 um, update. So I'm definitely going to dive back into that um, because I've been waiting to replay it with a playstation 5 um uh update so it's it's really nice how they they actually just push out an update instead of making people pay for like you know something that shouldn't people shouldn't have to pay for especially if you own the game already but yeah that pretty much concludes all of our uh, our news topics from this week so Devin, let's get into our army of the dead review really quick before we do um, we're going to do just a little bit of a non-spoiler section for those who haven't seen the movie yet. Um, and then we'll get into um, our, our, you know, our, our deep dive, our, our thoughts. So when, you, once you hear this, that means we're going to get into spoilers,
1: but it's, a, it's on Netflix. Just watch it. Yeah.
0: It's on Netflix. It's about, I think the run times around two hours and 20 minutes. So, um, and it's of course directed by Zack Snyder and written by Zack Snyder and Shea um, Hatton. And um, Cash uh, includes a little a little few few familiar faces here. We have Dave Bautista, uh, Ella Pernell, and Ana de la Rue, uh, Reuga. And, of course, like Devin already mentioned, it is on Netflix. And it has released um, on Netflix, yeah, on the 21st. I don't know why I said it twice. But, anyway, let me read the synopsis. And let's just get into our initial reactions. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So, anyway... Uh, The story is as followed, uh, following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, venturing into quarantine, uh, into a quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted.
1: Yeah. Mm. Very, very interesting concepts. I I watched the video where Zack Snyder was talking about it. He was like, it's just the perfect, easiest elevator pitch. Just a zombie heist movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I can definitely understand that. He's he's been doing a few interviews. Um, the yeah. Lights Camera Bar podcast. He's also on the uh, Post Credit podcast as well. Did a short shorter interview over there. But he actually did reveal that um, the reason why for um Justice League, his version of Justice, his cut of Justice League, um, the reason why they didn't go with a um TV uh an episodic release is I guess it was there was like legality issues with that. So I was like, hmm. That's interesting. So, I guess we have our yeah. answer, <laughs> but yeah, Devin. So t- tell me about your thoughts of the movie. You you saw it a week before I did. So
1: yeah. Well, um, did you ever watch Dawn of the Dead? No. The the mall one. Is that a s- is
0: this a sequel to that one or is it? No,
1: but okay. it's also Zack Snyder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently know. he wrote this like right after that, so it's been a while.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: But um, yeah, that dawn of the dead was was really good as well this dude definitely knows how to make zombie movies like (laughs) he's got that down for sure maybe not everything else perfectly but
0: (laughs) yeah it i i can definitely say it is a nice um it's a breath of breath of uh fresh air that you know we get to see zack snyder outside of the superhero realm because i'm not gonna lie it's getting a little bit exhausting like
1: this, yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> when he gets when he gets his own ip to work with like he doesn't have to worry about pleasing continuities annoying fans <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and it if it like so uh, when i watch it i had a few friends over we watched it together i do i, I do want to watch it again actually i planned on watching it before we recorded it again but uh you know well, yesterday did not go as planned but um yeah it was i i really did enjoy it um uh, i did feel like it was a tad too long you could say that about any exact night of movie yeah ever. yeah that is like i feel like if this was like a good like if it was shaved off like 10 minutes it would have been perfect
1: It. i mean it could have shaved off a half hour this movie is two and a half hours yeah this <laughs> yeah, put, put in that two hour
0: slot you know maybe like hour 56 or something like that But I will say the very ending, uh, we'll get into that later, made no sense to me whatsoever, like zero sense. And um, I know a lot of people, a few people, I've talked to about that. But I thought it was a fun ride, man. Like I, it it was just, it was a breath of fresh air. Uh, Like we said, you know, especially
1: for something like a zombie movie where we've had so many of them. It's nice to see like different creative ways to make zombies. Like they're not just all the same. Oh, we're gonna be slow zombies. Oh, we're gonna be fast zombies. Like there's there's different kinds.
0: Yeah, there's different tiers. Of course, and we see throughout this movie that uh the intellect of these creatures have um (laughs) grown exponentially. Yeah, it's scary when they have
1: brains.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And um, I know that there was like a little bit of a YouTube event that where they showed like the first 15 minutes of the movie. Um I did not watch it just because I um I understand why they do that, but it's not my preferred way to experience a movie for the first time um e- even if i were to see it in theaters like, well even if i was watching at home on netflix it's like i don't want it, my first experience to watch it like on youtube or like twitter you know what i mean so it's like you know you want to get that full experience but uh yeah i i thought it was great you know david tisa was uh, fantastic the entire ensemble uh did a really really great job um there is a lot of um, there, there's 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 a little bit of tear jerking in here and there. Um, you know Zach Snyder again loves his his slow mo scenes. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what else I can t- uh, say without spoiling it. Was there anything else you wanted to mention before we uh dive into spoilers?
1: Well, I had a couple issues that that I thought came up. One of them was <laughs> I think it, the movie could have used another star, just like one more mm. like noteworthy like star actor like everyone did fine but it felt like there was just something missing like just one more because David Bautista is great if you could have had someone by his side (laughs) The Rock (laughs) I mean (laughs) I wouldn't be against it for the sequel
0: (laughs) or um um Kevin Kevin Hart possibly
1: (laughs) he actually I I was also very impressed at how they replaced Chris D'Elia in this movie Mm. because obviously he uh had some terrible allegations against him because he's a terrible person, just like his you character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
0: right. Man, these celebrities nowadays, man, they're crazy. It's but they
1: I don't know how they did it, but they completely replaced him with, with Tig Notaro,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um using using CGI, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if only that company did the the Superman mustache, things <laughs> might be different. <laughs> or um what was it
0: um with uh, Will smith and uh, what was that movie called gemini man <laughs> oh my gosh that wow that movie <laughs> i have only seen clips of it I'm like i just i couldn't but yeah i i do agree it feels like it, it was a great ensemble cast it it like watching this movie just overall it did feel like it was missing something and maybe it was an extra person um, I honestly can't put my my um I can't put my finger on it. Like I said, I need to watch it again to uh to form like my final final opinion. But as of right now, um, it it was um it was very very entertaining. You know, I, I like the the dialogue that they had back and forth uh, between David Batista and his daughter, um, and the uh, the ending was just a bit of a t- but like it's okay. So we know it's a heist movie, and everyone out there listening, you know it since this is a heist movie, you know, people are going to die. Well, we just, and I really like how the trailer kind of just, it just shows you the world. It doesn't, you know, show you like, Oh, well, you know, so-and-so said that person said this person said it kind of just, you know, just, it's, it's, it's almost like a fun roller coaster. you know, the, the vibey Vegas, you know, neon lights and whatnot, all the zombies are in. It's just, all of it just <laughs> comes
1: together. Like the, the location of Vegas for zombies, that's perfect. Hmm. the idea of a heist film in zombies that's that's fresh and new like it all just comes together well yeah
0: and the premise is so simple like there, you don't really have to think about too much of what's going on like it's not like a turn your brain off kind of movie but it's like you know you you get the premise from the very beginning of the movie it's like okay like this is what the movie is there's no you know like oh you know if you didn't read this or if you didn't watch this you wouldn't know who x y and z character is so i i really applaud zack Snyder for doing that and um you know i was listening to the lcb uh lights camera bar stool uh podcast interview and like he's like he had free reign like you know he seems like he had a really great time you know making this movie and just you know finally being able to you know exercise his creative uh his creative freedoms and his his yeah and um
1: this is this is actually really good for netflix as well because they've been looking for a movie franchise it's something they don't really have yeah like a a central movie franchise that they can they can they can lean on. So there's already been announced a prequel movie. Really, star starring um, Dieter. Hmm. Dieter was was really good in this movie. <laughs> he was hilarious. Yeah,
0: I think he was probably my favorite character to be. honest. So he's
1: he's getting a prequel movie, which of is course. good. And I think there's also going to be an animated movie showing the um some of the characters before the outbreaks or the beginning of the outbreak.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. So there's there's already some spinoffs happening, and I'm sure there'll be a sequel too.
0: <laughs> yeah. That oh, absolutely. I'm pretty sure. And Zach has like a new deal with Netflix. Does he not? I yeah, I he think did.
1: so.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say it's. I mean, honestly, hey, it's it's great. Like, I mean, it's it may not be the movies, but I mean, if I guess if you are going to do a deal with any of these streaming services, it would be Netflix because as we've seen, you know, he was. Able to release it in select theaters a week early before its debut on Netflix, which you know since it came out this week on Netflix, so I, I actually thought that was smart. I mean, we saw it with like Marriage Story did the same thing, uh, the Irishman as well. So it's yeah, um,
1: Netflix. Netflix puts up the money and gives you the creative freedom, so there's no reason not to. Sounds
0: like a dream come true, man. I mean, well, I mean, what, I wonder what this really says for just like the industry moving forward because. I mean, I don't think theaters are necessarily dying, but I think they are becoming more they, they will evolve into more of a even niche uh, you know, audience, much like vinyl has uh with with the music um, you know, scene because you know, you can either pay ten bucks a month, have Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music or Spotify and listen to everything you want, or you know, you want more of the of physicality of like owning those discs. So It's, I mean, you know, living here in Music City, you know, there's always going to be a market for vinyl, but nowhere near as big. But um, I wonder what this really will, you know, pave the way for uh, directors moving forward when it comes to uh, streaming services. So that's pretty interesting. But let's get into, um, you know, enough of the the pre-talk. Let's get into the weeds here. So uh, we are going to be going into our spoiler section of uh Don not Don of the dead i do want to watch down the dead by the way you should it's good i i, I might see if they have it at mckay's today P- pick it up for a few bucks it's gr- it's a great place too they have like movies tv sh- shows uh vinyl records like and just a lot of other like random assort- assortments too so that's usually where i'll like i'll go there first if before i go to like amazon to see if they got it for like cheap you know so it's a nice little story. it's like it's like uh, what was it the exchange Growing yeah. up. It's like the exchange, but a thousand freaking times better. Like I kid you not. It's amazing. But yeah, let's get into our spoiler <laughs> review or spoiler section. Again, this is spoiler section. Uh ooh, what was that? I think I have delivery. Ooh, I'm actually waiting on the delivery myself. Um, so due for Xbox, uh, since this is the twenty year, twentieth year of Xbox overall. November November fifteenth will be the official day but uh i got a nice little xbox 20 coffee mug with my uh gamer tag on it. my new gamer tag retired the old ba- ballet bale caveman i don't know what i was thinking with that yeah. man oh man but Devin's has been the same forever but all right let's get into the weeds here for our um army of the dead spoiler section so um yeah that ending um made no sense like how What? what about it Oh, he was. He was. I didn't
1: have any issues at the end. He me. was
0: stuck in. Okay, so um, he was locked inside the vault. The black guy. I'm blanking on his name right now, but I do apologize. He was in there for at least the last like 20 minutes of the movie, and if he was bit that entire time, why did he not turn while he was in the the uh, the vault? It doesn't make any sense. And then he's on a plane. He's like, "Oh, I'm not feeling well." I'm like, "Dude, you're in there for a while."
1: Well, well he- I watched the um, the heavy spoilers. He he talked about it, and he mentioned that the reason that uh, Dave Bautista's character turned into a zombie faster was because he was already on the brink of dying.
0: Oh, sorry. Because,
1: like, his character, um, what's his name? Bander? Yeah. He. Uh, he was relatively healthy. Like, he got out. He was limping, but he wasn't, yeah. like, dying.
0: But it's, I I guess that was just one thing where it's, like, they didn't really explain how long it turn, takes to turn into a zombie because we saw Dave Batista's wife, you know, she had turned into a zombie. We, we don't really know how she was bitten. Or, like, what we just, you know, we saw the flashback, the super slow-mo flashback, and, you know, we just saw her turning in, so it's, like, that that is like the number they, they one. Didn't, thing. They didn't
1: really show an example of it happening. Like, yeah. Well, um, because some fast people are not fast.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Because it's like, was well, some of the, you know during the,
1: that uh, that that security guard that they took with them as the as the bait basically. He, they didn't show he they show him got taken away, but they didn't show him like transform. I need to so watch the movie again. Yeah. We don't know how long it takes really, but yeah,
0: because during the beginning of the movie with the guys getting, getting road from his, his girlfriend. And
1: yeah, what, a, what an opening.
0: <laughs> that was actually a really, really nice opening. Like I like how we had that. Well, that was that. Yeah. That was around the first, 50, yeah. Within the first 15 minutes, how we had that nice little prequel part of just how everything started, which I really, really did
1: appreciate.
0: It wasn't just like, Oh, zombies appeared out of nowhere and you know. So it all came from Yeah, Walmart.
1: I like the idea that the government had this alpha zombie just in, in <laughs> captivity. But like where escaped. the alpha
0: zombie came from. That's the
1: interesting. There, there are some interesting theories out there because there's something else that happened later in the movie. Did you see the, uh, the robot zombie? No, I did not. Was that wait? In in the casino, there's, there's a scene and a shot where, where they shoot a zombie's head and it, reveals a robot head underneath
0: oh oh see yeah like i said i need i do i need to rewatch this today i, <laughs> I remember seeing
1: it in the theater and i was like that's weird maybe it's just how the bullet looked but yeah if you watch it like you can see it's definitely a robot head so there's some theories that the government may have planted some zombies like
0: it's always a co- government conspiracy who knows,
1: <laughs> who knows what it is but yeah. there's zombie, I, there's robot zombies now.
0: okay yeah, I definitely need to um, check out the heavy, heavy spoilers for that. So that that definitely, definitely needs to happen for me. So it is, man, oh, man. Um, yeah, so th- that was pretty much my only gripe. Uh, my, my main two gripes with it. Number one, I did feel like it was a bit too long. But like we said, this is a Zack Snyder film. So it's kind of like what you have to expect <laughs> from him moving forward. But for him, this is, this is kind of... On the short esque side, it was shorter than BVS. I mean,
1: two and a half for a zombie movie. It's just it, it, it is. Very that's just long. much. It, yeah, yeah. And I guess that's one of the other issues I have. Like every time there was an emotional moment when people were talking to each other and like it was supposed to be emotional and interesting, I kind of just looked at my phone and was not paying attention because yeah, I, I don't. I'm not watching a zombie action movie for emotional moments. Like, right. I'm just not.
0: Yeah, so me and uh, my two friends who came over, we uh, watched it um, a few days uh, prior for hitting on Netflix. It was, um, yeah, I, I, we we definitely had side conversations. Like we weren't like necessarily looking at our phone. Well, one of my friends was. She was like, "What did I miss? What did I miss?" I'm like, "Well, you're looking at your phone, so I'm not re- I'm not rewinding it." So we we're treating this just like the theatrical experience. Yeah. No pauses. Actually, we did pause it once because my other uh, Parker actually came over watch it with us um <laughs> he had a phone call so we had to pause it for a second but hey that, that that's the beauty of streaming like i'm not gonna lie that is definitely comes in handy um but yeah i i do agree that there were times where we were kind of having like side conversations as the movie was going on because there were just like very less interesting points where it was just i didn't really care too much about all like um Dave I, I, understand, in,
1: I understand the character development they're trying for but. yeah I'm just, I'm just not here for that. I'm here for a, a fun, dumb zombie movie. Yeah, but
0: yeah, and the character, like, it was good. It just wasn't really needed. And yeah. it's like, even with with Dave Bautista's daughter in the film, um, she went out to look for her friend who like disappeared like a few nights before they went on the heist. I'm like, no, <laughs> uh, by, by I'm like, I'm sorry, but like, I would not. And and she goes off later on. I was like, "What are you doing?" Like, even if she is alive, it's like, "Is it even worth it?" But that zombie tiger was pretty cool. That,
1: yeah, that was, zombie tiger was great. I liked like the pregnant the, zombie. They call them the, <laughs> the shamblers. I think Those yeah, like shamblers. The, the slow like normal walking zombies, and then there's the alpha zombies, which are scary as hell and <laughs> interesting because yeah, they have brains and they can ride zombie horses. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like very badass. Literally, the White
0: Walkers, like in the summer, <laughs> like pretty much, yeah. yeah. And
1: then they have the the hibernating zombies. I thought that was interesting too. Zombies that are just like, yeah, in sleep in sleep mode until mm-hmm. they get woken up. That was creepy.
0: And the ones are like, yeah, sleep during the day, pretty much like the nocturnal esque one. Or it's like, I think when water hits them or something like that, they like, yeah, come alive. I thought that was pretty. But then, interesting.
1: um, but that scene is where my biggest issue came up. I kept thinking about it the whole movie, but (laughs) when, um, when the, the guy who joins them, who was working for the, the, the rich guy. Yeah. 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 He joins them and they don't like it. And then he kills the one lady. Basically he traps her in a door. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then she escapes from that, but then ends up dying. Why did she not tell them that he was betraying them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. could have saved so much trouble.
0: And that was the the, the antagonist. I was like, okay, like it, that was the only part. I was that part too, and I forgot to mention that. I was like, eh, it's just, it wasn't very believable. I, I
1: thinking about that throughout the whole movie, though, like he ends up screwing them over so many times, and because no one says anything, <laughs> <all of> it, <laughs> no one. She just told her her boyfriend or whatever. Like he's killing me, I'm dead. Literally. It's it's all the it's all that guy's fault. That's all you to say. No
0: one opened their mouth for anything, like at all. I was like, okay, this is really, really weird. But overall, I, I really did enjoy it. And I'm glad, you know, it is um everyone that I've known that has seen it has has enjoyed it uh, enjoyed it, minus a few people, which I totally understand because some people just don't like Zack Snyder films. And i had fallen to that camp a lot so but this one is def- it's definitely one of his better ones you know like we said it is a breath of fresh air and it does really just um it's it's just nice to see something else from Zack Snyder that isn't superheroes like overall <laughs> but um, yeah so let's actually just close out here because we are coming up on time so Devin what would you rate Army of the Dead that is now streaming on Netflix for the entire
1: world to see I'm gonna give it a solid uh, seventy-five okay. C plus. All like, right. I think it's it's good, but not great. There's a few things that hold it back. Like I mentioned, uh, one more star definitely could have added to it, and also just some of the the laps in, in uh reality that happened. Like mm. just just tell them that you're being screwed over by this guy. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I I would actually give this like a solid C. Um, definitely give it a more of a uh, like i i would say like a a 70 like 3 i would say just uh, cuz i do feel like i need to watch this again because like you know we had said it, there there were parts where i felt like i was kind of preoccupied preoccupied with other um with other things and just you know the 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 um progression of the character you know the character um uh, development wasn't anything necessarily needed as we stated before and um, that that ending just I'm, I just don't get it.
1: <laughs> I was very I, mean, I didn't have any issues with the ending. They set themselves up for a few different options for a sequel.
0: Yeah, like I mean, yeah, the and I and it goes to show, like we I feel like you know trying to make a franchise out of this, like it's like, you know like th- throughout this entire conversation, like there's like a few characters that we knew the name of. Like, granted, we've only seen it once, but that's
1: that's one thing that the film did really well is it. It set itself up for for other sequels or prequels, while also being its own contained story. Like it didn't sacrifice its own story to set up other stories.
0: Yeah, it's it's not like he made he purposely made like a you know like, oh there's gonna be a sequel. Well, maybe he doesn't know like, you know in the back of his mind he's like well maybe he doesn't know. There's
1: there, there's definitely setup for that, but it, it's it's yeah. not defining the movie.
0: Right. Yeah, and that's that's really what I like about it. To be completely honest, it, it can be its own story, like you said. Um, without and like honestly like if there if there wasn't anything else you know um, um you know even with this prequel not coming out like i would have been fine with just it being as is so yeah so that pretty much concludes our review and this podcast uh for this week for army of the dead uh we're releasing this a little bit earlier this week on saturday just because why not you know if, get a little head start on the week here but next week devin we have a quiet place part two finally man it's been forever i i have tickets for two days
1: (laughs) um i got my ticket for thursday i
0: got my ticket for thursday as well okay (laughs) definitely have to uh you know and i think honestly for next week you know no no news just just straight up a quiet place this all, all the way through I'll, you know, and I feel like I might watch quiet place part two this weekend to get myself ready for next week. Cause I'm just, I, th- th- there's no double feature. I checked on, uh, AMC that not doing like the double feature thing that I know of. Maybe it'll like pop up a few days before, but I'm still gonna keep my eye out for it. But I, I have it on Blu-ray, so I'll just watch it. Um, I don't know where you can actually watch it for those who haven't seen the first one. um, I don't it, do you know if it's on any streaming service
1: let's take a look
0: all right yeah! <laughs> but yeah while Devin is looking that up of course you know since we will be covering a quiet place part two next week um it's
1: it's on FX now
0: <laughs> oh <my> God <laughs> if anyone knows what that is it's like
1: <laughs> you can rent it from prime for 299 okay there you go
0: that's not bad. And I'm sure it's on on Voodoo as well. Um, but yeah, if, if you have, like, if you're a physical collector, if you don't already own it, you know, definitely check out some like mom and pop shops out there. Also, go on, go on Blu ray.com because I go on there a lot for physical releases. And that's how I found out about the Umbrella Academy uh, season one that will be dropping. Like, right now, I just opened it up. Uh, Scott Problem versus the World, 4K. Um, it takes you to different, uh, you know, Amazon links. Um, the 4K version of Scott Pilgrim versus the world is 20 bucks right now. Um, same thing with, um, here we go. Star Wars, uh, the of the Jedi it's 1953 and it, they're all shipped and sold through Amazon as well. So, you know, if, if you get a bad copy, you can kind of just like hound them into getting you a new one um, as well. So yeah, blu-ray.com for those who don't know, like that is pretty much where I get all my like physical deal, uh, physical movie deals. Uh, this space jam uh, 4k UHD of course they're gonna be doing that uh, releasing out it's gonna be around like 24 bucks final Fantasy Advent children's coming out in 4k um, I don't really know if it's worth 24 <laughs> 49 but that's okay but yeah go to blu-ray.com for all uh, blu-ray blu-raycom for all of you uh wonderful uh, you know physical collectors as of myself but yeah so uh, coming up on the music city drive-in side uh, for me i will be covering e3 um and maybe like the first day of summer games fest because i don't know how long it's going to be running alongside e3 and i rather just cover e3 but i know sony is going to be at summer games uh summer games fest but they will not be at e3 which is weird but xbox will also be part of summer games fest but nintendo is joining e3 this year i believe as well so i'll be covering all that stuff over on the musiccitydriving.com we have oscar talk news reviews um you know commentaries for other podcasts as well and other other great written pieces by the amazing staff over there as well so check out musiccitydriving.com you can find us on there for all of our podcast episodes as well so Devin, uh let's let's get out of here and that's a wrap for today everyone thank you all for listening and make sure to check out the other podcasts over on musiccitydriving.com and subscribe to our show so you never miss an episode that was devin my name is christian and we'll see you guys in the next one peace and make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts so that we can see you know what feedback we've had we actually had a really great one i actually wanted to kind of touch on that for a second i don't know who this person is but i was like oh my gosh you know they're just one of the nicest people, uh, one of the nicest reviews we've actually gotten. Um, let me see if I can find it really, really quick. For some reason, I'm locked out of my Apple Podcast thing here. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, here it is. Um, okay, so this comes from Zero Dark uh, Tooth. <laughs> zero, zero dark, dark tooth Hurdy. Uh, they, left, they left us a five star uh, review saying if you're behind on, on in current movies, this podcast can help with that. The hosts have a fun and dynamic uh, and have a fun and dynamic time talking about film and uh, with their uh, passion and humor. I love that they cover a large variety of movies. So there's a little something for everyone. The spoiler free sections are definitely appreciated. Christian is a cool guy <laughs> and a calming presence. What are you waiting for? Give it a listen. So thank you oh, very yeah. much. Thank you very much to Zero Dark uh, 230 for that for that amazing uh, amazing uh, comment. Like, seriously, thank you. That means the world to us. You know, we're just out here, you know, can't knock the hustle. Just doing, doing what, we're, what, what we're trying to do. I don't know. But we'll see you guys next week.